0: Hi everybody, I'm Taylor of Compulsive of and I'm your uh, speaker for tonight. i um, grateful to be here. Uh, this is actually my first time speaking at a meeting. Uh, so bear with me uh, as I probably jumble all my uh, my thoughts together. Um, first, let me uh, qualify a little bit. I've been in program for about a year. Um, my abstinence date is 5, 26, 21. Uh, currently I'm down uh, 80, 81 pounds um, and uh, yeah. Uh, let's see, I'm going to share some photos real quick, let's see, see. so can you see the photos? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we can see them fine. Yes, that's, that's me, the handsome guy on the right, on the, my rights, uh, yeah, so this is me I, I, uh, it was a couple years ago, um, and then another one. Uh, this is me when my kid's, like, first day of school. Um, and then uh, there's another one right there, and see, and that's me as a kid. But yeah, that's not what – oops. Okay, where did I go? Oh, shit. Sure. Okay. Yeah, those are some of my photos. Uh, yeah, so – where it's, let's see. So it starts off like, uh, so when I was a kid, um, I grew up in a house that was, uh, full of, uh, alcoholism. Uh, my, my mom was an alcoholic. My dad was an alcoholic. My grandparents were alcoholics and, you know, it's a generational thing, like big time. Um, when I was, when I was, when I was a kid, like around like four or five years old, uh, my parents were really kind of verbally and physically abusive towards each other. And, uh, you know, they, my, my, my dad, my real dad was on, was on drugs and stuff too. Um, so he, uh, they, they ended up getting a divorce and then, uh, I was kind of passed around a lot for grandparents and stuff. I was actually, we lived in a, with me and my mom and my brother, we lived in a car for, for about a month or so. Um, and you know, I'm it was a little rough. I mean, like, I don't remember a lot of it because I've pretty much blocked it all out. Um, and it's starting to come up more since I'm doing my four step stuff right now. Um, but you know, it's just that I didn't have any security, you know, and I found security in food. Um, it was funny cause the first thing I ever read was a, a billboard sign for a fast food place. So it's kind of funny that it would be like that. Uh, Let's see. I'm getting kind of jumbled here. Um, so back on to what happened is, uh, my mom dropped me off at my grandparents' house. Uh, I lived with them for about a month, and she came back with a with a man, uh, my stepdad, uh, who is a major asshole. Uh, but he's also, you know, he was very physically and verbally abusive towards me and my brother. Um, so I tried to play, and he was also an alcoholic. Um, I also play, I just played the uh, the perfect, I was the perfect kid. You know, I did what I was supposed to do. Uh, I tried not to break any waves, uh, but still, you know, I got good grades in school. I played like sports in high school. You know, I did all this stuff to be like this perfect kid. And, you know, I never gotten any real recognition from him. You know, I never got any love or affection from him. All I got was, you know, name calling and just like, just being put down all the time. And, you know, it's rough. And, you know, and I would, you know, stuff my face, you know, and to, to quell that the feelings of like hurt and pain, you know, just to, you know, just for valid, you know, because food was always there for me, you know, food, food never betrayed me food, you know, kept me, keep me sane. You know people always thought like i i had like this cool demeanor you know and i was like really just like you know that guy that's like just brushed everything off but you know i wasn't really brushing everything off i was just eating it you know i was just filling that void of the lack of love and acceptance um you know with food and you know finally like when i was when I was in high school, I would usually go, I would have, I had a girlfriend and like, and I had a bunch of friends and I would stay at their houses a lot, you know, just to, you know, be in like a family, you know, situation like, you know, that I'm not not used to at home. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, I would also eat there. I mean, like I would go to my girlfriend's house, I'd eat dinner there and then I'd go to my friend's house and eat dinner and then I'd come home and eat dinner. And, You know, so I'd have like three dinners, but, you know, it was easy because I was playing three sports, you know, and I wasn't really gaining a lot of weight. Um, And then after high school, like I was still kind of doing that. And, you know, imagine, you know, I gained like I went from like 230 pounds to 310 and like in like three months. Um, And I'm like, how did that happen? (laughs) You know, it's it's crazy because like, you know, I didn't think I was like that, you know. Um, the main thing that I, the thing that I would be is like, you know, it's just my, that acceptance thing that I never got that I always try to strive for. Um, like I said, it just never, I never got it, uh, growing up. Um, so, and then I, uh, ended up taking care of my uncle for 12 years who, he was a quadriplegic And, uh, that, that took a big toll on me too, is like taking care of him. And he wasn't very, he wasn't a very cool guy. And as, as someone who's very kind of, I was actually pretty timid too, um, because of all the, the, the physical and emotional and verbal abuse that I got from my stepdad. I was, you know, I never really stood up for myself. Uh, sorry that I'm all over the place a little bit. Uh, I never stood up for myself growing up. Um, you know we were pretty pretty poor too but um yeah so what back to my uncle he was a quadriplegic and i took care of him for for, for a long time and you know i kind of it kind of took a lot away from me because i was in my 20s and like you know i did it for 12 years so basically like when i was 32 was about the time i stopped taking care of him so and it was around-the-clock care. I had no time for myself. No time to do anything for myself. I never got to go on vacation anywhere. I never got to do anything, and I was basically trapped. Uh, and the way that I was able to, you know, cope with that was with food and other things like other substances that you know uh, I vegged I out on video games and I, uh, you know, ate my way to my top weight of 460 pounds um you know and then then i found a a wonderful person who helped helped me get out of there uh you know she she's she's been awesome to me and you know she's actually the one that uh showed me oa but uh, i'll get to that in a minute um i finally got out of there and you know i got a job and stuff and you know and then it was still like eating eating all the time and it was bad because, you know, I ran up credit cards and, you know, when am I going to, how am I going to pay for my rent? You know, know, because I I spent all of my money on food. Um, You know, we, we, I would just go places and eat. And because, you know, I was a foodie, you know, because that's just an excuse to like eat, eat all the stuff. And like, you know, I love to go places and, you know, eat my fill of stuff and be miserable. And for some reason that, that miserableness made me happy for a while. And then like, it would go away. Um, and then, you know, I, I had my kids and, you know, and that was, I was still coping with food, uh, for a long time. Um, then, um, let's see. Then, uh, my wife, uh, started going to, my wife is in program as well. She started going to OA and then she said, Hey, you should try going to OA uh so she uh gave my phone number to a a fellow and that fellow called me and we talked for a little bit and then i got i went to uh uh wednesday night meeting uh in southern california called bay street uh great bunch of people there uh great shares too um i was hooked the first day uh and then a couple days later you know i I still kept going to meetings and a couple days later i found a sponsor uh that sponsor didn't work out uh, too well, uh, cause I had too much freedom with my food. <laughs> so, uh, when I had too much freedom with my food, I found loopholes and things, you know, and it's just, I was able to talk my way into, in my head to eating things that I'm not supposed to, you know, cause I was allowed to make my own meal plan, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, I could have, have this and this and this, you know, it's okay. Cause it's on my plan of eating. Um, and then I, then I found another sponsor. Um, he, was, he was a great sponsor. Uh, he put me on a great plan for me. It was very rigid and food-wise. And the great thing about that is, you know, I eat the same thing every day. You know, and that doesn't bother me anymore. It doesn't bother me today. Um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but it doesn't bother me today. Because I have a freedom from food that I never had before. I, you know, it's, I don't know how I don't have to, you know, fight over myself. Well, what am I going to eat today? Oh, you know, where am I going to go eat my, eat my meal? You know, cause I already know what I'm going to have for breakfast. I already know what I'm going to have for lunch. I know what I'm going to have for dinner. And then I'm going to do it all again tomorrow, you know, and it's, and it's, it's so freeing. It's so liberating to me. It's like, you know, I don't have, like I said, I don't have to think about it anymore, you know, uh, where I was compelled to eat things that I would, I know that I'm not supposed to. Um, during that, during that time though, when I, when I had him, I did have a bunch of slips. Um, you know, but the one thing I, I kept doing is I kept coming back. I never left the meetings. I, my slips would be like a day, you know, or day or two. And then I'd be right back on, you know, because I, you know, I know this program is progress and not perfection. You know, I'm going to, you know, have, have days where they're going to be harder, you know, have days when they're, you know, I don't know if I could go on, you know, and I just have to keep plugging away because this is like the last house on the block for me. You know, I don't know what was, what could happen because right before I got into a way, I found out I was pre diabetic, you know, and, I had like, you know, issues with my legs, my legs were swollen up, you know, I had like, you know, discoloration and, you know, and it's just, you know, and I had see as, uh, sleep apnea, uh, I wouldn't be able to walk 10 feet, uh, at like Disneyland. <laughs> I know that the, the trash cans are 10 feet apart at Disneyland because that's as far as I can walk to, you know, lean over and, uh, you know, take a breath or, you know, rest my back because, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't walk, but I was too proud of myself to get a wheelchair. Um, I know, I know what's on the other side of this. If I, if I was to leave program and, you know, I don't want to leave program because I, I, I have two wonderful boys at home and I want to be there for them. And I want to be active in their life. Like today, like, you know, um, like i said i am i'm down 80 pounds um so i i went from uh 3 when i started program i was 370 pounds and my top my top weight like like a lat, like a year before like a year and a half before i started program was 4 460 but uh, i was losing the weight because i you know as a professional dieter i would diet you know all the time uh you know because i thought they worked and you know as soon as i got on the scale and i saw a little bit of weight loss i was like yeah awesome let's go eat something to celebrate (laughs) you know or you know i get depressed if my weight would weight would go up or you know it's um but back to what i was saying before is like you know now like i've i've lost 80 pounds and i am way active i you know i get to play with my kids like i get to run around and be silly with them and you know, help my son's soccer team. I, coach, I help coach his soccer team. You know, I, I volunteer, like, whenever the chance I can get. You know, I went on a run with my kids. Uh, I haven't ran, <laughs> really, in a long, long time. It's like, I, I was running and sprinting, and it was great, because I, I, you know, I used to do that in high school. Like, you know, I used to run all the time <laughs> for fun. Um, But, you know, the one thing I would say is, like, just uh, you know, I just keep coming back. Um a lot of it's you know was was to you know, I came in a program to lose weight, you know, and I'm losing weight and it's great, you know. But the the other stuff that I'm getting, uh besides that, because weight loss is for me, is just a, a side effect of me working my program rigorously. Um, you know, I get emotional and spiritual fitness. I get to, you know, feel my feelings. You know, I get to work through those feelings and process them and, you know, just, you know, yeah, feel them. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's something not, it's not something that I used to do because I used to just shut them down, you know, because if I don't feel anything and I just brush it off, you know, it doesn't happen. It's not real. You know, it's just, i'm disassociated from it i don't have to i don't have to deal with it if i just push it down and the easiest way was with food um but now like you know i might get into arguments you know with some people and you know i could find my fault in it and you know just move on um let's see my well i'm on my fourth step right now um and it's great because, like I said, like before, it was—it's really just bringing up some stuff that I thought, like, I buried uh, in my past. I'll, a lot of stuff that you know I'm processing and just getting rid of because, you know, that stuff is what's weighing me down. You know, that's the stuff that's keeping me, you know, closer to the food than than I want to be. Um, let's see. Um, as for, you know, the, I don't know what else to share, uh, for now, you know, it's, it's great because like, yeah, I'm just living my life, you know, and being present in my kid's life and being present in my, my life, my, my uh, marriage, you know, I get to do, like I said, lots of stuff, you know, that I haven't done in, you know, years, um, you know, and it's, and it's all thanks to, you know, me working, working program and working with my sponsor and, you know, and like, if anybody is a newcomer in here, I would say the best, best thing that I learned from my, my sponsors is you get a sponsor and follow direction. And one thing that my, my original, one of my, my sponsors told me is to uh, ask me is if I'm willing to do anything it takes to, you know, for my abstinence. And, you know, I am, you know, I do uh, my, my thing that I do is I, I read every day. Uh, I write, uh, write every day about what I wrote, uh, uh, write every day about what I wrote. I mean, read every day and write about what I read. Uh, you know, I call, call lots of people. I call a bunch of different people every day. Uh, I try to make at least three outreach calls a day, but sometimes more than I need more or less. Not, not less. Try more. And then I, I've been getting a lot more uh phone lists and I'm calling a lot more people that I haven't talked to before because you know there's so the crazy thing about being on Zoom is there's so many people I can connect with, uh overseas, you know, in different countries, you know, that are going through the same stuff that I am. And, you know, it helps me so much to just be out of the food when I'm talking about being in the food with other people, <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, and then you know, I just read and do all that stuff, and call my sponsor every day. I talk to my sponsor every day about what I wrote, and I'm working through a workbook, you know, and working through the steps, and you know, just trying to, trying to live my best life that I can with the uh, program, and. You know, because program is a big part of my life now. And it's the best way for me to take care of my family is for me to take care of myself and be emotionally available um, for my family. And that's really all I got. But that, I'm going to pass.